I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Happy Monday, and welcome to the After Show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations. This is Super Soul Sit Down. And Hello. I am your, yes, super happy to be here host, Jamie Alexander. And we have the amazing Haley J in the building. What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope we're all hanging in there. Going on week seven? What week? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> hey, I stopped counting. We're here. That's all that matters. Yeah, I think it's like day 36 or something, right? Because we went on official lockdown March 15th. So one month plus nine days, whatever that is, thirty day 39, day 40. Is that where we're at? I'll take your word for it. We'll go Sounds good to me. <laughs> well, welcome you guys to the after show for Super Soul Conversations. This is Super Soul Sit Down. And today we are continuing the 2020 vision tour that Oprah has put together. And the special guest today is Angela Manuel Davis, who went from, um, she, she had quite the journey, actually. Her father was a manager for the Chicago White Sox. And, you know, she had a lot going on. Then she tried out to be in the Olympics. And although she didn't make it after getting remarried and, um, you know, having children, she is now like the super soul cycle, super cycle. Oh, my goodness. Super soul cycle. Or am I adding super because the show soul cycle? <laughs> soul cycle. <laughs> so, but yeah, she's super like soul super cycle soul. works. That works. So she right? really just embodies mind, body, soul in such an incredible way where it's as we are in quarantine exercise, we can see how just getting up and moving can really inspire us and help us feel better. It really is such a connection with your physical and mental being. So to see her get through these hard times in her life by means of, she said she danced to freedom, ran to her healing, and then she spinned out of depression. I think that's pretty incredible considering that was an actual tangible source that she could see brought her into such a better space. Well, yeah, I agree. She had actually a lot of powerful language. Her language was a, a was a lot of fun. And so I really appreciated how she said um, she saw dance as warfare. So there were a lot of, of course, similarities where I saw in how she focused, especially when it came to intention um, and how her intention was just to be the full expression of herself, to follow God's calling and things of that nature. So I love how, like you said, she dance ran and spend her way into purpose and I definitely think there's a bunch of different ways that we can do that so do you have like a favorite quote or something of hers that you enjoyed most because she has so many quotables I know right you know I love those quotes one thing that did stand out to me is she said God wasn't having a bad day when he made you and it's it was so funny and so simple but I think a lot of times we do get into this this mindset of questioning what our purpose is and why are we here? And just, it's almost a a comforting feeling knowing that, you know, it's not like he slipped up and you were created out of nothing. There's a reason you're here. And some days are harder than others to maybe feel comfortable with who you are and finding that purpose and believing that purpose, but just knowing that it's still there. We just need to do a little digging sometimes, or sometimes a lot of digging if that really stood out to me. And then I also wrote down, getting strong enough in your body to answer the call on your life. So it wasn't her, obviously fitness really brought her to this place of being more stable mentally, but it's not about being a size two, right? It's about being strong, being showing up for yourself physically. So you can get to that place you need to be mentally. It's so much more about an outer appearance, but what 
creating that body can do for your inner psyche, basically. Yeah. Um, back to the first quote, I love how she, you know, she said that God wasn't having a, having a bad day when he created you. Sometimes we feel like we're not enough. Sometimes we feel like we have no purpose at all. Sometimes when we struggle in finding our calling, we start to wonder about our existence altogether. But who are we to question an entity such as the one who created the universe itself? You know what I mean? So it's a really powerful statement to say God wasn't having a bad day. So if you really can take that to heart and give yourself grace for the human part of you, because we're spirit and we're flesh. So the spirit part of us is that part of us who can be a visionary, the part of us who can have faith in the things that we don't see, the part of us who feels that tug and intuition and pull. But then we have the flesh side of us, which is like, well, I don't see where I'm headed yet, where I don't have this right in front of me where it's tangible and I can actually see it. And I don't have, so we can lean more on the spirit side and just really find ways to get into what God says about us, what God thinks about us. If the most high actually sat down and made you, it's funny because before I listened to this podcast, I posted something that I had said in one of our other um, shows. And it was just like, when you create anything that you create first starts with a thought. So if God created me, what was his thought when he created me? And the more I can get in alignment with just the idea of that makes me feel big, makes me feel powerful, makes me feel like. Of course I have purpose. God doesn't do anything without a reason. So that was really powerful. And then the second thing that you, um, you know, the second quote, I really, really like that because I work out like that. When I work out, I'm working out for 80 year old me. I'm working out for the me with three kids. I'm working out for the me. You know what I mean? I feel like I have so much life to live. And the last thing I want is lower back pain, or I don't have abs anymore. Or I'm not physical. You know, our physical and our mental and spiritual are extremely tied together. Absolutely. I can be feeling like crap, but if I go force myself to work out, but I don't feel like it, I never regret it. <laughs> even doing just jumping jacks, even moving around those little things can really just stimulate you. And you're like, wow, this is why it's important to as silly as you may feel sometimes put on Lizzo, put on Meg Thee Stallion, whatever you need to do. Beyonce. Yeah. I've been throwing it back old school. I put on Tom Petty radio and I cleaned and suddenly I'm deep cleaning and I'm like, wait, have I officially lost it? Because I do not deep clean, but it's just interesting how music and moving your body and how all that helps you. And when you were just, and I thought that was such a cool thing that why give us this vision if we're not capable of creating it, because the only voice that tells us that we can't do it is essentially ourselves. So it's just us knowing that we can. And I also like the fact that you use the word grace because um, just to be transparent, I had a few bad anxiety days and I was really struggling with this idea of, I have so many things on my list and somehow in the 36, whatever do we say days we've been quarantined, I am, Mm -hmm. you know, doing a little bit of work here and there. Well, a lot now, but I, before, even when I had nowhere to be, I was still so stressed out and Mm. I, I'm somehow not even bored when there's nothing going on. And I just, I realized that I'd created lists and made things that I needed to do for myself, but I would get trapped by it. And Mm -hmm. I spoke to actually Ed Milet about this we had on the show. And he said, you need to give yourself grace. So it's not the fear that you can never trust yourself if you don't accomplish everything today, but you trust that you will get it done. Maybe just break up your list a little bit smaller, but that doesn't mean 
you either have to be 100% or you're zero. You can just find that balance to focus on your mental health as well. So I think that's a really important part of it. Yeah, I agree. And we do put unnecessary pressure on ourselves, and it's us. Like I had to think to myself the other day because my sleep schedule has been way off. I've same, kind of been, <laughs> same. Yeah. I'm kind of just doing, you know, whatever. And for some reason I get this odd second wind in the middle of the night and it's just like, okay, I'm up and it's cool. But then I found myself being like, well, you can't sleep until noon every day. And did it, those were the old world, like <laughs> the old world. Well, especially like, you, you can take this break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take the break, but I did find myself thinking about it. And when we're giving ourselves grace, we can also think about the parts that are upsetting us. For example, like you said, there's all these things on your list. Only you can look at your list and say, I have to get this done. This is what mm -hmm. needs to be done. If I don't, I'm not enough, blah, blah, blah. We definitely do it to ourselves because I know God didn't put it in the Bible that Haley needs to get her list done today, or it's not written in the stars that if Haley doesn't get this done, she's less than, you know, so it's our own mental restrictions and perceptions of ourselves and the world that keep us small and locked in. And that's why I love so much about how she came out roaring, like you are enough. You are the head and not the tail. Her energy was oh. everything. <laughs> yes, because we need to give ourselves that. It's the truth. Like you're enough. If I sat there, if I sat here and did nothing for two weeks, I am worthy of all the good things regardless, simply because I exist. We don't want to embrace that these days. We've been taught that our worth and value comes from what we do and what we gain. I am going to give you a little bit of a counter argument because where I do agree that yes, we are enough to exist. I also feel like we're in this weird stage and culture where sometimes people can use that as an excuse to not push themselves. So that's why for me, I do want to like, I want to change the language a little bit to be like, I'm enough for today for right now. I know I'm given hundred percent, whether it completes every little task in my head or not, I'm enough for today with the idea that I'm going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to still want to better myself. Do you know what I mean? Just like, to say enough as in I accept myself for the place I'm in right now, but that doesn't mean enough as in I'm going to stop wanting to be better and I'm going to stop wanting to see what I'm capable of beyond this. So I well, yeah, yeah. that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I actually agree with you. And it's funny because the way we say things are verbiage. Sometimes the meanings it has is not. I, so I think I say when, when you are enough, if you do nothing, like everything else that you do is added to that. But I think that if we know just, you know, whether we're doing anything or not, we're enough. When we just don't make you who you are, you are mm -hmm. already. And the action steps are great. I, I kind of see it as two different things, I think. So I'm totally yeah. agreeing with you. It's like, but you know, you're not going to sleep until 12 every single day for the rest correct. of summer. So I think right. that's why it's, it's okay to take this day for now. I'm enough just as I am today, but I do believe that comes from knowing that you, this isn't a forever thing. It's, it's okay for today. And then I know I'll get my ass moving the next day. So it's building that trust and rapport with ourselves, which I think makes, I just, I, if anyone's listening and, you know, uses it an excuse to stop pushing themselves, it's like, that's not what we're saying, but to just give yourself grace when you need it. But also, you know, we, we can call BS on our own minds. We know when we can do more and we know when it's too much. So it's just listening to that inner voice and giving it our best and 
sometimes our best looks different on different days. And then that's okay. We have to give ourselves grace when that happens. And we talked about the verbiage and I love what she said. She said, do you want to know where you'll be in five years from now? Pay attention to the words coming out of your mouth. And that to me really stood out because that's so true. We, if we create a reality and we dictate our future, we are, we're like, we say, protect your energy and be careful of what media you're taking in. We are our own source of advice. So if we're telling ourselves what we're capable of, then we're going to believe it. So if we give ourselves encouraging words and we tell ourselves that this is the goal and I believe you can reach it, then that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think part of the believing you can reach it comes from the visualization she was talking about. If you see it, you can become it. God didn't give you the vision if he wasn't going to take you there, you know, and things like that. And I definitely think that, um, again, it seems like it all comes down to perception. You know, what I love about this quarantine time is it gives us an opportunity to get out of the box and kind of get imaginative again. I see kids when they play, like they go ham, they've got like sports and they're kings and queens and, but you know, they've got all of these things going on. They're living in this world that they've created with their minds. And I think the more we give ourselves an opportunity to practice that, we will be able to take ourselves from where we are to where we're going and enjoy the in-between because we, there's like a knowing about where you're headed. I love how she talked about sight being tangible and vision being invisible. And one Mm -hmm. of the things that has been heavy on my mind during the season, and I even have it in my phone, is to be a visionary Um, because you've got to be able to see outside of your current circumstances in order to manifest, visualize, create the circumstances that you want in your life. So it really does come with a belief. And I just think that's what, you know, faith is overall. Mm -hmm. So I just really enjoyed her language when it came to visionary, like my ears perk up when I hear that, because I'm like, wow, if I can just consistently tap in and have fun and see myself in these places, doing these things with this kind of family and this kind of love and these kind of resources and service and whatever it is, that is kind of exciting. I feel like the molecules in our body change when you start to think that way. And you do start to send a signal up that says, yeah, God, like, this is what I'm seeing. You've downloaded this in me. Let's work in in tandem. Let's work in tandem to get there. Well, I like how you said, I want to have fun. It should be fun. Why do we automatically put this dark cloud over our heads? of all these worries, especially now in quarantine, the human mind wants to plan everything. And that's one thing I've really learned that you just have to let go of the fact that there are going to be things out of our control, whether we're in a pandemic or not. So I really think this is a cool opportunity for a lot of people. And it's like so cliche to be like, look inward, but truly like taking this time (laughs) to really figure out where the source of struggle comes from you. And a lot of people I think don't have the time to really sit down and figure out what it is because they're just putting band-aids on every day. Life is busy. They're just covering it up to get through the day and then they have their glass of wine and then they do it again. But maybe now is the time where they do have an extra moment to think and really question, what am I running from and why am I running and do I want to keep running forever? And I also have to believe mm -hmm. that when she speaks to the crowd with such passion, like we're excited as listeners, I imagine that's her inner voice to herself where she's like, yes, Jamie, wake up. I'm excited for you. So I want to take that lesson 
And when I speak to myself, I want to, I want to be my own hype girl. I want to be, I want to be the friend that I would want someone to be to me, which we all should be. Yeah, no, I agree. I love it. Her energy was just over the top in an amazing way. And I can see that that's part of her gift. And I love how she said, um, you know, getting in action always leads you to purpose. And, you know, just back to the analogy, not even the analogy, but to the example, I said, you know, I'm sleeping until noon, you know, but I'm also staying up till five. And what I've noticed Ooh, is, AM, I know, oh, I'll, let me tell you the other night I stayed up till eight 30 in the morning. Then I slept until about 12, 15, went on a five mile hike, came back and then went to bed again at like three o'clock in the morning. Girl, I'm, when I tell you, whoa, <laughs> but I'm just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I know, but it's like, what's be again, what's beautiful about breaking these social norms is like, I don't have to say to myself that I'm lazy for doing something or this is too much or why am I not doing this or that? It's almost like there's no rules right now. But what I do know is I'm putting purpose into action. I'm going to get there. I'm going to make it there. Like I've had ideas before that I didn't really feel like I had time to execute. Yeah. And now that I did, I'm proud of myself. Now that I do, I'm proud of myself because I don't have it all together we're all figured out who does moving. Yeah. yeah, but I'm moving. And so I know by movement, because I've already seen positive feedback coming to me. If I just keep moving, I'm going to run, run into a head on collision with purpose. So that was yes. her verbiage too, like have a oh, head on that. collision with purpose. So if you just keep moving and in order to keep moving, you have to have energy. And in order to have energy, yeah. you have to be working out and eating right and getting rest. Both. And when it's you think about it, time is man-made. So if the hours work better for you, then who who is anyone to really say in this time? Like where are you going? So do yeah, do but you, imagine you know, make a point. <laughs> yeah, but imagine if I was like, dang, you know, I should be doing this and I'm not doing this and blah blah blah. That's time and energy I'm spending away from doing those jumping jacks. That's time and energy I'm spending chipping away at the vision and the imagination mm -hmm. I'm so supposed to be having. You know what I mean? It's just such yeah. a waste of energy. If this is all about energy. Surely it is. Yeah. yeah. And you were talking about connecting to another. She said, connecting to people is the way we activate the purpose in another. And I thought that was cool because you think about giving someone advice or having a good conversation with a friend, you you can serve a light in their life. So the reason that we all connect and us being hosts in a media, of course, we love the stuff anyways, but it's really cool just to think that even the person you pass on the street, you can have a conversation with, you can say something and you can really spark a fire in them. And you never know what kind of day they're having. You could save someone's life. Like truly, you just don't, you really don't know. And that's why I think it's always so important to, and I'm not saying I'm an angel with this and I get frustrated just like the rest of us, but I really try and practice just kindness with all strangers, whether I'm in a annoying, frustrating situation, talking to robots on the phone, you finally get to a caller and you're just mad. <laughs> it's just like in those moments, I think are the big test where it would be so easy to yell at this person, but is it their fault? No. Should I be kind? Yes. Should I realize that they probably don't want to be on the other end of the phone too? It's just all of these things that we need to remind ourselves of. And yeah, we we're on the line with someone maybe for a reason, you know, like that specific person maybe needs to hear from you. Yeah, it is so true. And I think in addition to that, when it comes to connecting with other people, you know, not it's, it's all the things you said, the good energy and the connecting and the uplifting word, but I believe it's also 
your exam, the example of you. So if you're seeing me get up in the morning when I'm dog tired and I don't feel like it, but I go work out and I come back better, that's an inspiration through action. Or if I go through something devastating or challenging or courageous and somebody else sees that, it's an opportunity for them to be like, you know what? She's got two legs, you know, two eyes. She's a human just like me or whatever the case. If she can do it, I can do it. So there's also this leading by example opportunity that we have that blesses people, you know, all the same. And when you also think about um, the fact that she uses exercise so much, Angela, using exercise for feeling better mentally, it just makes me think of, you know, when we obviously we have our days out, we don't feel like working out and that's normal. And we should again, give ourselves grace, but you just see so many people that are struggling physically, whether they're confined to a wheelchair, whether they have disorder, whether they're severely ill and can't get out of bed. It's like, when you do have a healthy body, it's almost like a respect thing to yourself where it's like, I'm so lucky to have two legs and working limbs. Let me respect my body. Let me do the best I can to take care of it. I mean, I think about that all the time, not to be like morbid about it, but I'm just like, you know, I think about it. I'm like, like, girl, realizing what we have. Yeah. You've got a working body. You've got a strong body. You've got a nice frame. Go work that thing because when you are 70, you know, when you're 75 so years old, yeah, not if I can help it, but yeah. well, I don't really have anything to fall. So yeah, that we'll part, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely think it's worth it to put the effort, especially if you can. Um, another thing that I love, she said, is change your mind about what you think is possible. And this is the part that I want to have fun with. I feel like when you go through a lot of things in life, your box gets smaller. You know, this is who I am. This is what I can do because I live here. This is what I get. Limiting beliefs. You see how it keeps getting small and small. And it's like, there's this box and then there's this vast world around us of possibility and imagination. So it really does start in our mind to even believe that, huh, maybe I don't have to be exactly what my mother was. Maybe I won't have this. And you know, you just start to play with the options. I know I've found that challenging sometimes because when you're in a certain habit for a certain amount of time, you naturally just kind of have those limiting beliefs. Like I could sit here and be like, I want to have $5 billion, but there is a logical, not even logical. There's a smaller part of me that says 5 billion, like, girl, how are you going to do like, how are you even going to do that? But if I'm believing in the impossible, why not shoot for 5 billion? Mm -hmm. There's other people in the world that have done it. I don't need to know all the details of everything and how I'm going to get there. I just need to show up every day with the belief, with the energy, with the affirmations. Um, And then like she said, what you think about yourself becomes who you are. And some of the studying I've been doing with like Joe Dispenza and um, you know, people like that, he says the way you think, feel, and speak about yourself is your personality. So sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know. I'm just like that. Or I just do that because it's just the way I am. Story they tell themselves. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's false. Yeah. And I just think that this, this quote seems appropriate in this time. I don't, I wish I could remember where I heard this from at the time, but it was, it goes, am I safe or am I suffocating? And I think so many of us learn from the past and we put ourselves in these box because we did have failures and we did have fears that we now feel like we're safe in this box. But what about all the times we did get successful? What about the times things did go right? Why are we letting 
the fear and the things that didn't go right overpower the possibility of things that could go right. And I think it's just a natural human instinct, but I do think it's very important to check up on yourself where do I feel happy or do I just feel safe? And do I want to play it safe forever? No. Mm -hmm. Uh, the answer would be no. That's why I left like I my job. So much rather, <laughs> yeah, I'd so much rather fail, fall flat on my ass, maybe have some regrets along the way than yeah. sit there and wonder. Like, what kind of life it, is that? But again, you look at children. I would never, if a child came to me and was like, I want to be an astronaut. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to encourage that child that, of course, that's what you can do. So we should be yeah. giving ourselves, back to one of our old lessons from another show, we should be giving ourselves the same grace and excitement and confirmation that yes, if that's within your spirit and that's what you want to do, you can definitely do it. So if we learn to just continue to speak to ourselves more, same in the voice of um, Angela Manuel Davis and that same pep and that energy and that same belief, I know for sure it'll change and shift your life. I've seen it happen for me, even just in the past few weeks. And I'm just believing bigger for what is to come. And playing and having fun and being imaginative is amazing. Like I finally watched Slumdog Millionaire for the first oh, yeah. time. I need to see that again. I feel like I, I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> well, well, I don't want to, well, you saw it. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's like back to that $5 billion person. Here you have this poor kid who lost their parent, you know, lived on the streets, all of these things going on, but his life experiences led him to the 20 yeah. mil. Every and 20 million, correct. 20 million is unfathomable. If you want to put him in the box where he came from, what he knows, he didn't go to school. He never did this. That, that, that. that is, we got to like edge that out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I remember something, um, Ayan Levanzen said is that's what ego is. When we edge God out, God yeah. is vast. God is limitless. We are the ones that put the limitations on things. hundred percent. And I think it's important to so when you visualize, say that's $5 billion, I don't think it's so much about, you know, dripping in money. I think it, you visualize the feeling that it, that money would bring you the experiences that that money would bring you. Not so much just freedom and the money in your hands, but yeah, like why, why you want that money and how it's going to enrich your life, not just your pocket. Yeah, of course. So that goes to what she was saying about the intention um, behind things. And she was saying your why should make you cry. So of yes. course, I think $5 billion would be amazing. Girl, I, I, it would, I would be so happy if I could just hand out cash, if I could just pay people's mm -hmm. rent, if I could just, I don't want to be an enabler, but I know how it feels not to have or to feel a certain way or to, you know, anything. So yeah. that's a perfect thing to bring up. Your why should make you cry. Why are you doing this? Why are you working out? Like I shared, my body looks fine. If I didn't work out for a month, I'd probably be okay. But I'm working out for my children. I'm working out for getting pregnant. I'm working out for being able to kick it when I'm 80. I'm, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. what is your why? Why are you doing what you do? And to be cognizant of those bigger answers um, always help push and motivate us a little bit more, especially if we're in the habit of visualizing. Yeah. And I, I hope that most people can answer their why. And it doesn't have to be, oh, I got to pay the bills. I hope that there's there's more of a reason and more in, more intention behind the choices they make. And I want to bring that into my own life. And I have a question for you. Oh, so, yeah. It's Angela, funny because I was just about to hit you oh, with a question. So you go first. The same one. <laughs> that would be really funny. I know. Angela said to the audience, she says, I am. And then 
they fill in the blank. So I wanted to know what you would fill in. I said, I am power. I am beauty. I am, what did I say? I think I was working out too. I was in my squats. I was like, I am power. <laughs> I am beauty. <laughs> like I was in it. I love it. I am beauty. I am energy. Cause she kept saying it. So I just kept saying words that came to mind, but the first one was power. Um, cause yeah, I do feel, I feel powerful. And when I'm cognizant of that, I am able to shift rooms and conversations and moods and energy as we all are. But, you know, being somebody that hosts and hosts events, I host, you know, interviews and things like that. I feel like knowing that I am power always sends me in a room with just a little bit more than just, oh, I'm going to do an event. No, I am power. I'm going to go. I deserve you know, to be that. Yeah. I what about you? That. So mine was a little bit more simple and it was kind of just a calm learning came to my mind. So I am learning. I feel I'm growing yeah. and I'm picking up things and I'm implementing them and it feels good. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I was all up in my uh, affirmations girl, probably because I was working out at the same time. So it just really worked out. I was like, yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> well, I, I really like the idea of before you walk into a room saying I am powerful. I deserve to be here. Me. I talk to myself now more in quarantine. I've been saying things out loud, but there's definitely a truth in speaking the words out, hearing them back, believing them. You're not just telling yourself things because a woman on a podcast told you to, you are hearing them, believing them in your own voice and you gonna get that day, girl. You don't get it. I heard that. <laughs> well, one of the, the questions that I had for you was, and you know, yeah. for you guys watching, please comment below because I'm very curious to how everyone is feeling, but she was going, she was raving about how 2020 is the year of perfect vision. And I know with everything going on, um, a lot of people are feeling different about 2020 in 2019 in December. We're like, this is my year. <laughs> I'm going to have perfect vision, clarity on all this stuff. Da, 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 da. How do you feel about 2020? And do you still feel like this is the year of perfect vision? My mom used to say this thing where she would say it's a necessary evil. And I think that's what I would apply to what's happening in 2020, where on the surface, it's a pandemic and it's horrible and people are dying. Do I think sometimes you got to hit rock bottom to see the real issue and to grow up stronger and better? And like I was saying before, not just putting a bandaid on it, but really learning of how we need to make changes. So I would like to believe that, yes, this is still our time to really make those changes. It's just not in the way we thought it would be, but that's okay. And this is, that's where the whole learning experience comes in. It's a necessary evil. It's a necessary thing that needs to occur for us to make the change that would not have been made if perhaps this didn't happen, unfortunately. Correct. Also, look at shout mama. out, it's my mom's birthday. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, look at your mama with all that wisdom. Happy birthday to her. <laughs> she used to say that about getting shots too, because I hate needles. She's like, it's a necessary evil. I'm like, oh. But it's true. Yeah. Sometimes things hurt, but then you grow stronger. Yeah. I mean, I would have to say the same thing. I actually kind of got excited when she said that because I do feel like this is still the year mm -hmm. of perfect vision. And I surely didn't think it was going to go down like this, but what better way um, to wake up the whole entire world? This isn't small. This oh, is kind of gives me chills thinking about it. Correct. This is a global issue. This is a global opportunity to look at the way we've been doing things, the way we've been spending our money, time, energy. I mean, I, we needed this so badly. 
And I mean, I've said this in other podcasts and this is not to diminish the, um, the pain and the things that people are going through and the hardships, but again, it's likened to pruning a tree sometimes in order to grow and get more, you've got to be willing to let go of some things. So yeah, from our new normal and having more time is inevitably going to bring people more clarity because now they're sitting with their kids at home and can really sit and think, how do I want to do this? Should I do this like that? You know, my mom's job, she's working at home and it took this for her job to realize they don't need that big old office. They don't need to pay the rent on that huge office when everything that they're doing can be done from a mommy's bed. Like she's getting it done. They're happy. You know, so I do think clarity and perfect vision are absolutely on the other side of this. And I'm so grateful it's global. This isn't LA. This isn't an LA thing. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't matter if you're a celebrity, if you're rich, or you're poor, black or white, we are all affected. Correct. So I love it. And I still definitely think this is a year of perfect vision and I'm seeing it for myself. I'm allowing things to unfold. I made a decision, you know, I would say about in March when I knew I was going to start moving differently, like, all right, Jamie, you know what you're walking into. And that's funny because this is before the pandemic was too big. We were hearing about it, but I was like, you are going to have to choose the unfolding. So be willing to walk in the dark and take one step at a time. Like I meditated on that because again, we spoke about it. Most of us like to know what's going on. I'm going Mm -hmm. to work Tuesday through Friday, these times, these times, the game is on Saturday, church on Sunday. We love that. That's not reality. That's not life. Mm-hmm. That is You're right. You so we something. What did you, mm-hmm. what's that tweet you posted? In oh yeah. Tweet? It was um, controlling or planning is our false something about, it's just like, it's our false reality of control. So it was right. just this interesting point that, yeah, we can create a schedule to make ourselves believe we have control, but still at the end of the day, nothing is guaranteed just because we've set up a schedule doesn't mean we have any more control over that day as we do right now. Correct. And we've just got to learn to be okay with that. And that in it, in and of itself is a gift. It's not yeah. torture. I love that it's about walking gift. in the darkness. That's a really cool one, actually. Yeah. And imagine, I, I picture myself, it's completely black, but I'm bold enough to step in front of me. And instead of thinking I'm going to fall into oblivion, the, the, the source beneath my foot lights up that's all I need. I'm standing again. I'm standing on this, you know, surface of light. Yeah. Do I want to take another step? Do I think I'm going to fall into oblivion? Nah, girl, just take the step and another ray of light. Faith over you know fear. what I mean? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like so, that. Yeah. You know, so that's my little visualizing. <laughs> um, no, I think we covered every, she had so many good stuff. I just want to make sure I didn't forget anything. Um, before we move on to our news and gossip segments. Mm-hmm. So yes, getting into action. Oh yeah. And finally, one of our favorite that we've heard many times over the show, life is not happening to you, but it's happening for you. That's Maria's quote, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Maria Menounos. Well, and um, one more thing they were talking about from oh. Tony Robbins. Yes. She loves Tony Robbins. <laughs> Thank so you. We'll, we'll give them both the credit because she reminds right. us of it. <laughs> but on another podcast, because you know I've been doing my painting projects, just listening to all these podcasts and there was, one about saying, you know, I'm hearing the birds more clearly in the mornings and I don't know if they've always been there or if I am just now listening. And I notice that I hear the birds a lot more too. So I'm like, 
have they always been there? Am I just now like slowing down to hear them? And that was a really cool moment too. I love it. I truly believe you're slowing down to hear it. Cause it's funny. My grandma, obviously she's not booked and busy because she's like 80, <laughs> but she used to always send me voice notes of the birds and just her praising yeah. and saying, thank you, God. And wow, this is God's um, kind of like God's soundtrack, so to speak, but it is really I love that. so beautiful. So yeah, I think we're it just really slowing is. down. Yeah. Well, lovely. That was so great. We thank um, Angela Manuel Davis for all of her amazing words and sharing with us. So let's go ahead and jump into some news and gossip and see what she has going on in her world. So in this time, we love us some social media, maybe sometimes too much as our phone likes to remind us of the screen time. But Angela's account is at Angela Manuel Davis, just her name. And she's doing a lot of live workouts. And she actually, as you can see on the screen, she has one with the beautiful Ashley Graham. So that can be really cool if you if you maybe want to dabble into working out, but you don't really know what to follow. This could be a really great source for anyone out there who's looking for some motivation. What better person than Angela Manuel Davis to give you that energy? <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling it's a mind, body, soul workout. You're going to be working that body, but I bet you you'll get something for your spirit and your thought process. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. So you guys make sure to follow her. And I think that would be a great time to introduce uh, the Super Soul Poll. So every Sunday, Haley posts to her Instagram stories so you can follow her, vote on our question every Sunday. And let's see what the Super Soul Poll is all about today. So the question of this week was, um, are the words you're speaking partnering with your intention? So this idea of are what you projecting with your words in alignment with what you actually want to happen? Are you feeding yourself positive messages that are going to make what you want to come into fruition? And we had 70% say, 77 say yes, but still 23 said no. So I think that could have been a really reflective question. I had some people respond saying, I really like this one. It had me thinking. So I like to see that because it's that it comes down to the why, right? Why are we doing things? And if, if you're just telling yourself things and you don't really think you're capable of them, then maybe it's time to sit down with yourself and rethink that verbiage. Yeah. And get back in alignment with that. I answered yes, but I was thinking to myself, like, if they could just put a sometimes button. <laughs> under well, we all have our doubts, right? That's normal. Yes. But I think it's catching yourself when you fall and getting back up. Yeah. I'm not always 100% in alignment. I can tell when I'm in fear. I can tell when yes, I'm doing this, but oh, I'll never have, like, I can, I'm catching myself so much more now, especially mm -hmm. knowing, growing and knowing the power of our words and that energy. But the majority of the time, yeah, I'm probably not even moving unless there's like real reason behind it. So I really enjoyed the question because it gave me a chance to kind of affirm myself and, you know, my daily activities. So that was great. Yeah. Well, we got to thank Angela Minwell Davis for that one. Yes, ma'am. Love it. So, I mean, thank you guys so much for hanging in with us. And we are down to our special segment, Own Your Soul, where we talk about something we've heard either in the podcast or over the week that is going to empower us to move into next week and evolve our soul. So Haley, I always start with you. Did you have anything in particular that you saw or read or want to carry in to the next week to continue to evolve? This one for me was just an overall message of get moving when you feel down and I'm having a rough day, do jumping jacks, get up. Even those little things I think are just really important to remember that you can do them at any time. You can do your breathing exercises at any time. And 
yeah, just connect with your mind. Don't take yourself so seriously. Jump around the house and look silly because it's going to make you feel better. So just try it. Trust me on this one. I want to just keep doing more things like that that make me feel good. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think I, I love that. Maybe I'll take a little bit of that too. Um, Can I have a dance party over Zoom? <laughs> yes, we should do that and share. Yeah. Um, I definitely think, especially after listening to this podcast, I want to have more fun with my imagination. Um, I have been meditating and doing visualizations, but I also feel there's still a little limit on them, not because I'm afraid necessarily, or don't believe I can get somewhere, but it's just like, you know, if you've been living in a small space for a while, you know, you got to start to expand. So expand is something that's been coming to my mind a lot. So I want to continue to expand my imagination and yeah, back to that child like Jamie, who was not afraid. Correct. So that's what I'm going to do. It sucks that we lose that, but it's Oprah does speak a lot about that too, the childlike self. So I think that's a great message for all of us to work on. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to having children of my own, or I just love the opportunity to be around children because watching them, they're here to teach us. And you can just, that's so true. So much from them, you know, in this Mm -hmm. space when you just observe children. So yeah, it's the purity of a person before they let the world tell them they can't do something. My God. (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you were encouraged by this as we were. Feel free to check out the actual episode on Super Soul Conversations. Um, I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander, which is J-A-I-M-I. And please click the link in bio and follow me on YouTube. And I'm Haley J. You can find me Instagram and Twitter at Hey J H A Y J underscore. And of course, we've got the polls coming at you every Sunday. Usually post them in the morning. So be looking out for those and please vote. See you next week. Bye, guys. After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.